0: This is the wrong one. Hold on. That You're one. You're live. Boy Crypto is what we're gonna be talking about today, boys and girls.
1: That that Bitcoin. is what you need to do is apply to be the new BitBoy.
0: Apply. I need to ask to be the new BitBoy.
1: Yes, it's like James Bond. They change it whenever somebody fucks up.
0: Is Bitboy a thought leader?
1: He you know, might be a thought leader.
0: I have the beard and I, I have the uh, the, uh, the 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 white I have the Caucasian look that he has. I don't have the, the the fatness about me, but uh, I I could be the new BitBoy. I like that. BitBoy gotta... is good now because money in the bear market, and I wanted to talk about the fact that bear markets really fuck with people's heads and apparently make people mean and rip people new assholes. Like, what happened to BitBoy Crypto? Oh,
1: bit from crypto. when his prison stands.
0: <laughs> um so um yeah uh i, I type wanted to tie this into gala games because i keep seeing people bitching about gala games how gala games is doing so bad they're oh my god they're suing each other now and, and stuff like that i mean a, a regular gaming company wouldn't be like that bullshit okay this is the bear market and gala games made a lot of money during the bull market Everybody would be happy if this were a bull market right now, but it's not boys and girls. And so you're losing money on all of your crypto investments because you made an investment and and uh, for some reason, it's not paying anymore because of the bear market. And so you want to blame somebody like Gala games. That's kind of bullshit in my opinion. I mean, what companies do well during bear markets other than debt collectors?
1: <laughs> debt collectors aren't getting anywhere either. I don't think.
0: Well, I want to know what gaming companies do well because we, we like to focus on gaming. What crypto and gaming and or gaming companies do well during bear markets?
1: You have to quantify that though. What do you mean by doing well? What does that actually mean? Well, is it well for the company, well for the players, well, well, well as in producing games, well as in the token price?
0: Well, let's, let's start. Let's start with the the most uh, surface level. Beef with gala games which is where's my money bitch okay people are mad because they bought an nft for x thousands of dollars or a node or something like that and now it's producing like nickels a day for them when before it was producing like thousands of dollars a day uh during the bear bull market and um people are you know i'm sure there's doesn't bit bender get death threats and stuff i mean it's people are pissed off they've lost a lot of money on nodes and nfts that they bought and they seem to blame the company. But I don't hear a lot about the the bear market. It's like if Gala Games was like the only <clears throat> company like kicking ass during during the bear market. Well, no, there's no company kicking ass. No No gaming company kicking ass during the bear market. No crypto gaming company kicking ass during the bear market that I'm aware of. Please, somebody correct me.
1: I don't know if they will, but. Okay, so
0: no, they won't. So there is none. So and so they're mad at Gala Games.
1: So there, it it goes a lot deeper than just the economy. Why these companies <laughs> aren't doing well? All right, a lot of them are grifters. All right, and a lot of them aren't putting their their stuff out. That's this is the year of show me for everything. It's not just Gala Games. It's for any project that's out there right and you you have um what was that uh what was that uh <coughs> uh cardano cardano has been releasing things for the first time ever during this bear market now again it's subjective because it's not horribly exciting things but they've made progress. So are they winners because they did that? Are they losers because the token price still isn't there? Everything is ridiculously subjective. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm making the the top level comparison because that's what I hear people bitching about. I don't hear people having a very, <clears throat> on Twitter or on CryptoFaz Academy, having a very fine discerning and mental palette saying, why this project is building while all the other projects are failing. Look at them. They're putting block by block on the blockchain. See how they're, they're, they're getting things done one at a time. No, what they'll tell you is during the next bull market, I saw that. I knew Cardano was doing it the whole time. I tried to tell you, but you didn't listen. In fact, you deleted all my messages because you didn't believe me. Bullshit. Okay. <laughs> you didn't call it. You're just fucking gambling on, on cryptos and NFTs. You're not investing so, in any company.
1: No, but unfortunately, results are usually tied to that company, right? Because when Gallo makes an announcement, the token price can pump. When Cardano makes an announcement, the token will pump. So it it is, but it isn't.
0: It'll pump tied to the company. It'll pump differently depending on the market. So if it's a bull market. And Gala Games says something as simple as, we put AI in our code, oh my god, to the fucking moon. Because they're like, oh my god, this is a gaming company, they've been around for years, oh my god, oh, do you know what this means, do you know what this means? And then people put a lot of money in it because they have a lot of money. In bear markets, they say, we put AI in our code and everybody has no money. And they're like, you know what, I have $6 and I need about 16 reasons to give you my $6, you better show me some of this AI. And so that's Yeah, see, mean. there you go. But you don't hear that in bull markets is what I'm getting at. So bear markets is where people tear each other new assholes and company founders start suing each other because they've run out of money. They don't have the money. They don't have billions of dollars anymore. They have millions of dollars and they realize their company is going to go under or they are going to go under. They're going to lose their lifestyle if they didn't sue each other and get what was coming to them. And so that's why you see companies fighting each other. People attacking Bitboy Crypto, things like that, because in the bear market nobody has money and they need money. The, the federal government goes after people harder, it seems, uh, during the bear market because they're, they're more ripe for picking. They're more likely to uh, to get a settlement. They're 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 more likely to to get them to stop because the company doesn't have as many resources to fight the SEC, unless you're Ripple and you kick their fucking asses. The SDC's fucking ass, by the
1: way. Yeah, so, so let's let's talk, let's talk about. Um, I want <clears throat> to talk about this, how it relates to it, and I gotta find it first because you always love your evidence, right?
0: Yeah, I. I so I today, how about how uh, uh, my insistence apparently is a problem. So uh, And how it causes people, how it causes me to lose arguments and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, this is like the fucking gold standard for any sort of argument. Just evidence. All right. It's amazing how everybody gets really into evidence in bear markets, not in bull markets. Bull markets is just an idea. It's like, whoa, you can like, you know, have blow up dolls as crypto. Fucking awesome. Buy me 16 of them.
1: All right. So I'm going to share this. And talk about how bad game gaming is doing right now, okay, this right here we all know Bryson, right?
0: no but okay
1: no, he's like he won multiple gaming awards, national shows. he's like a very, very very popular gaming influencer type, okay, and he created this this video right here. And he, I don't, can you hear it? If I play it, I wonder, let right. me see. Tell me if you can hear this gamers and all this, but it's like, well, you really sit back and it took today. Hear it. Okay. You can It took today for me to like, really all right. uh, I can. sit on that shit. And like convince gamers for what? Right. You know how many games on YouTube look like pure garbage, but we play them and people play them and people laugh at them because it's just funny as hell. And the content is funny as hell and then someone downloads it because their favorite creator just thinks it's like funny as hell and they're watching them play. It's like, why the hell are we like going out of the way to like, get something going and make it seem like we need to convince anybody to be playing a video game? Bro, just play the shit you like playing, do you? And gamers will find their way to Web3 when the time comes, but... All right, you got that? Yeah. Okay. So let's do a quick search for Mr. Classy. And we come down here.
0: Classy's your boy. He's your buddy, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Here. Right here. I'm not here to onboard Web2 gamers. I'm here to foster Web3 gaming culture. If Web2 gamers want what's good for them, they'll head to Web3 in time. I'm not here. So he, this guy is so bored, classy, that he watches videos and then repurposes what he sees other places as his like, posts.
0: You mean like what you just did just now with Bryson?
1: So... So, okay, so my point is I'm not ripping on Classy here. I don't give a shit what he posts. The point is, is that this space is so dead that they have nothing better to do or to talk about or to present content on other than repeating what everybody else in the world is saying. What does that tell you about this space? Tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds. So your assertion that it's not just GALA is probably right. However, you have to go a little bit deeper than that. Meaning, what is in the queue for what's coming out when things do get better? How in the world Are people supposed to get excited about gaming? I don't even care if it's Web3 gaming or blockchain gaming or traditional gaming. How are people supposed to get excited about gaming when the best news of the day is I'm not worried about who comes and plays the games. You just do you. How is that exciting for anybody?
0: Um is Bryson some sort of gaming promoter here? I mean, yes, he's pretty,
1: he's pretty, he's pretty big in the space.
0: Um, that would suggest to me, he's not really big into web three gaming.
1: He has been. Yes, he was, I told you he's won blockchain gaming awards. And, and so, so how, how is it? So, so how is it these companies that say they're builders? What are they building, and what is that going to end up becoming? That's what we need to be looking at during this bear market. And I'm not saying to go invest in tokens of up-and-coming companies, okay? That's not what I'm saying. But what is exciting about what's in the bullpen for what's coming out?
0: Okay. So wait a minute. Um, I, I want to go back just a little bit because you're, you're like, well, he, he's some Bryson, some sort of web three guy. Who's oh my God.
1: Do I have to, work. do I have to go to Google for Bryson?
0: You do because I'm, I'm the stupid Jesus. one. Remember this is, this is how we do our things. Like one person plays stupid. Well, I'm actually stupid here. Um, so whatever the case is, Brian Bryson is trying to say that web three isn't as exciting as web two and people move over to web three when there are cool games. Um, yeah, you need people to actually build in the area. In order to build in the area, you need to to know that people are going to follow you to the area. Um, he's not excited right now because so many companies are hunkering down, doing, <clears throat> doing, you know, stacking block by block because they can't do lots of stuff all at once. Okay. Right.
1: Okay, so we know set. I even know Xset, and I'm not even an eSports guy. This guy is like... Or this this X set is like a huge, huge esports thing, and they signed him. This is back in April of of this year. He's like on on top of the esports gaming world. He's he's very very popular. Okay, and and even he's tired of see, of all his, of this stuff. He
0: used to be making. That would make well, sense. Well,
1: okay, so so maybe so. But the point is is that there's there's not a lot out there, right? We're we're getting and that's why we're saying show me. Everybody talk, 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 but there's no show me. If there was show me, regardless of a bear market, people would be playing games, people would still be buying tokens, right? Because you still need tokens to play the games. And it might not be the the bull market where your you know your token goes from one cent to forty five cents but it'll probably go up. The the truth is is that just nobody's doing anything right now.
0: Okay. I, I, I want to disagree. Um so there's a lot of fucking games out there. If you go on Steam, there's a lot of games out there. Some are stupid, some are cool, some are very niche games. Um look on your phone. There's half a fucking bajillion phone games that, oh my God, 30 years ago, you and I would be jizzing in our pants just looking at all the choices we have and, and all the different <clears throat> unique and wonderful different styles of games that are out there. And that doesn't seem to be enough. There needs to be something to get you know better, uh, th- to be better than, than, than the stuff that's out there. That's one of the things that's going to draw people to Web3. The problem is most gamers are used to just playing a game where they pump money into a game and they don't get anything back except like prestige and stuff like that. So, and at the same time, they're being extorted, um, paying for skins and paying for all sorts of microtransactions just to keep playing these games because these games are really expensive to develop. So Web3 doesn't look very different. Web3 is like, hey, let's do more of the same, but you actually get to keep the money you earn. And they're like, yeah, what am, what am I gonna earn? How does this even work? I mean, it's like your grandparents trying to figure out the, the VCR. I mean, it's, it's, <clears throat> they don't want to get into this new technology if there's not a strong, compelling reason to do so. That's why people aren't moving over to Web3. What's worse is during this bear market, not a lot of good games coming out that, that are, are pulling people away from Web3. I mean, Fortnite, uh, Zoro here is mentioning Fortnite, um, what games does the uh, Bryson play? Fort Fortnite, Fortnite's very popular. Um, really, it's only popular because it got people interested and people started playing it. There's a lot of Fortnite clones that people would play if Fortnite wasn't out there. There's probably Fortnite clones uh, in the in the, uh, uh, the the crypto world, but why move over? Fortnite has all the the sound effects that we like and all the all the you know the. That the fun gameplay that we like, what should move us over from port, uh, from Fortnite? Um, web three isn't as developed as Web two. You're not going to find as highly financed games as you see in Web two right now. That's part of the problem.
1: I've got a controversial take I want to run by you. What if it doesn't matter about the game itself? What if it doesn't matter about the company itself? Today's society is geared towards uh, TikTok, right? And it's these really short 30-second dopamine hits. And the YouTube shorts and the Instagram reels and Facebook reels, everybody needs a new hit of dopamine and something new and exciting and fresh constantly. That's what we've been conditioned over the last three years to get. So even if you have a platform like Steam, for example, the only reason potentially, this is my, my theory that I'm, that I'm thinking more and more is true. The reason that Steam is still standing up so good in this market is because they have so many games on the platform that people can switch those games up so quickly and keep their dopamine hits coming. This could also be why that, that like platforms like, like Gala, for example, keep saying, well, we're going to throw out 35 games in a year. They might be on to <clears throat> this knowing that they have to have that many games just to keep people occupied and interested that could be something that's a genius move that we never thought of because a lot of us sit here and we go, well, just develop one game, get one game, stand it up. I've even said that before. Why don't they just stand up a game? They they might realize, look, people are only going to play this game for three weeks and then quit.
0: Well, my my, my my son plays Minecraft and a lot of times I'll come look at see what he's playing on the computer. And it's like, hey, how come you're not playing Minecraft today? Because he plays Minecraft like all the time. Some days he doesn't. He's playing Terraria. Or um, there's this other some other weird games that he plays, and um, I'm like, why are you playing this one? He's like, well, Minecraft's boring me today.
1: So yeah, obviously right.
0: you need multiple types, multiple games, and multiple types of games. Gala Games wants to be a game publisher, like Steam. Um, the difference with with between Gala Games and Steam, however, is crypto is hard to use, and Steam is not. My son wants to play a brand new game. He simply pays with his credit card. He gets the game. And if he wants to buy skins for the game, he just asks me to to pay more with my credit card. He says, "Could you buy me these skins for the game? What do you get out of it? I got this silly little hat, this top hat and a monocle. And I really want that. And I'm like, okay, sure. So he's got that. Um, And I'm like, can you like sell this to anybody? He's like, why? Because he just wants it for himself. So, what you you've got to have people really interested in some sort of enterprise with some sort of enterprising level of thinking and gamers don't think like that gamers just want to play just to enjoy themselves just for their game so web 3 in my opinion will do a lot better if the games are just as fun as web 2 games and it's easy to use the crypto maybe you don't need the crypto at all you can play without the crypto um there was what
1: what game was it just came out in the news this week It was a really popular game and they're releasing the second iteration of it and they deactivated everybody's skins from version one. They won't transfer over to version two. Who was that?
0: I don't know, but Gala could do the same thing if they they redid I don't know say townstar and they said, hey, you know all those old, old NFTs that you used to earn with? Yeah, you don't earn with them anymore. Um, oh, wait, Warzone
1: that. no sorry. that was two years ago
0: so yeah Web3 can do that too in fact they they can make you have you know totally render render your NFTs pointless and useless
1: that's going to annoy me because it was I even heard of the game before um, it just came out this week Um, but it's a really popular game and they're not going to allow you to take your skins to version 2 so you have to, I mean, people are throwing a holy fit Shit over this. Of
0: course, of course.
1: I mean, they spent hundreds, if not thousands of dollars so, on these things.
0: Here's something you got to remember. So the games, they need to advance. They're making a lot of money and people ask for a lot of new functionality with the games. They'll say, okay, version 2 we'll fix this. Well, then you have all the assets for version one that need to work in version two. So if you have 55 God million skins and you have a new character with, with different polygons, you know, maybe your character had 16 polygons before, but now it has 60,000, you're going to have to design all new skins. So of course they're not going to port them over because that costs them too much money. Right. And uh, why would they? Well, you, you'd want them, they'd want to do that so they can keep their prior customers, but like the telephone companies, like, like the cell phone companies, new customers are where it's at the existing company customers. Fuck you. That's how cell phone companies work.
1: Now it says CS:GO skins will be transferring to to the second one.
0: What is CS:GO?
1: Apparently a really popular uh game that a lot of people play. I'm trying We're to so I'm old. trying to find I know I'm trying to find that. I went to bookmark it and the damn thing I I don't think I did cuz it's not in my bookmarks. It was a really popular game, and people's minds were melting over that. Um, So so if you have, let's assume for a moment you, you have NFTs, right? And let's go back to our old reliable gala games. And you and I have talked about this before. And during our early casts we talked a little bit about Mirandus and the different worlds and they open up Mirandus two, which is a new map off the edge of the water in Mirandus, right? And it's in and it's they do this one's the original Mirandis, and then they do Mirandis Future, and it's a futuristic map. You know, Mirandus a thousand oh, years please. into the future.
0: Does that mean right. your homestead becomes like a suburban home.
1: Okay, but that that's my point. Do you really think Gala would allow you to take your homestead and put it in the new one, or would they want to be selling the new homesteads or your new Jetson pod for the new game? They're not gonna they're not gonna let you just drop all your new stuff in and have it upgrade automatically.
0: Well, they the, <clears throat> what they what what you can I mean it depends on your goal. If your goal is to if you're making a second part of the game because you want to keep your people interested you'll want to port over at least something from the old game so you can keep the existing crew happy however if you have so many people you can't you can't like you know keep track of them all then yeah you'll have to buy new homesteads because you have so many people what's it matter so maybe maybe this this uh game you're talking about is just getting very popular and they can't, they can't even keep track of how many people are, are interested in it
1: so but but my point is is that we have these discussions about these NFTs and game ownership even if you were to transfer to version 2 of a game they're likely even if they let you take them they're not going to do anything that's going to be like it was in in part one so owning it you would just be able to sell it to the people who maybe wanted to play the old version but how many new players are going to want to come in if there's version one and version two how many players are actually going to come in and spend money and time in version one when version two is available
0: that's how they do it i mean uh what was that uh shadows of mordor um i i played that back in the day and it, Sad that back in the that
1: day. was it. That was it. Jacques got it.
0: Hey, Warzone one. Okay, Call of Duty The was kind of nice. Um, <clears throat> because it did exactly that, it, it had like the, the the world that you started with, and they had a couple of expansions. Um, and in essence, you kind of had to start over. Um, if, if, you, if you ever look at the, the, the YouTube channel, Viva La Dirt League. They they uh they make fun of a lot of video games, how they like to reset When they'll invent a new world and your level one hundred armor in world one becomes level one armor in, in world two. And so it's it's and then you gotta buy all new shit again because right. you know this, this other world is much more tough than the previous one.
1: So that 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 begs the question then. What 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 should be expected? When you buy that NFT, should it be expected that you can take it to version two of the game? Or should that not be an expectation that people who buy it have?
0: Okay. So there's a problem with the expectation of games in general, which is back in the day when you and I played the Atari 2600 back in the 80s, (laughs) you bought a game for like 30 bucks and you played the shit out of it and it was done You bought a new game, or when you were done playing with it, because it got boring and repetitive after a while. um, You got a new game. Well, the games are much more complicated now than they were back then. And so, Pac-Man, you're just eating dots, okay? And then, of course, you can get Junior Pac-Man, but that's not as fun as Batman. He has a tinfoil forehead. He he doesn't have a hat. It's it's integrated in his brain. Anyway. these games take longer and longer to develop. Pac-Man might have taken, you know, six months to develop. Well, the Pac-Man these days, if you were to make it, you know, full 3D and, and you know, for for your- Virtual
1: rocket. reality. Yes.
0: Virtual reality and stuff like that. Um, it's going to take far more than six months. It's, and and the, the type of content and, you know, all the assets required, that's a lot of fucking money. You can't sell that for $30 anymore. But- What's interesting is people keep expecting games to be that cheap. No. Okay. You want to get that game. So, so fine. They'll get it out to you. They'll give it to you in bits and pieces. They start with the free game. And they're like, if you pay, if you pay $30, you can get these few levels because we have to employ like 60 programmers to do this. And it has to be phenomenally popular to do it, which means they got to have a lot of venture capital up first and hopefully everything goes well. So that's the problem with gaming is the nature of these games getting more complicated are are really pissing off gamers because gamers are expecting the old ways and the, the, old, the old amount of money they spent, and they can't do that. Web three comes along so and makes it a lot more complicated than that. So no, why would they want to do that? What what fundamental? If it could solve that that uh, technology problem and and make things cheaper or easier or more discreet, Web three might have something. But all it has is hey, any skins you buy are actually yours.
1: Okay, but let's circle that back to the original question then. So the original question was with that with that NFT that you buy from Mirandus one, when Mirandas two or the expansion pack or the as you used to put it, the cities in the sky because they can always go up, right? When that when funny. when that happens when that happens, what do you have really with your original NFT? You're not going to use it anymore. No one's going to want to, unless they. The only way I could see that working is if you had to finish, let's say, a, a goal or a set of goals. You had to have your your wallet full of certain amount of stars before you could go to the Sky City or Miranda's. too. Well,
0: okay, wait a minute. So let's. You're, you're you're piling on to your own ideas, which are great, but but I have to get to them one at a time. Um, No, but uh,
1: the question, I just wanted you to answer the question. I was trying to give you some context behind it in that. What, what is it about an NFT from Miranda's one that would attract somebody when we're in Miranda's two?
0: Okay. So say, say you live in a city, let's call it Detroit. Okay. And Detroit, when it starts out, it's got this city and everything's downtown and you buy land downtown and you sell uh, and you, you. You sell a lot of, I don't know, cars or something, and you make a lot of money with these car factories making cars. And then the suburbs come along, and the suburbs wind up making more money than the city. And the suburbs are new land. So of course, if you're smart, you're gonna buy land out in the suburbs and you're you're making, I don't know uh, um, airplanes or or you're making like solar panels or something like that. and and the cars aren't doing as well because maybe you know in another land named China, uh, they're making cars for far cheaper, um, so now you have this bombed-out city that, that that's not making any money anymore. And you're like, wow, all the all the real money is in the suburbs or China. What's the use of downtown Detroit anymore? Nothing, because that's how progress works. Okay, if if somebody else makes something better, then it gets better. What's worse is if you're a company that makes Miranda's and then you make Miranda's two better than Miranda's, uh, it will behoove you to make Miranda's just as fun or useful to not not replace all the value that you you generated in your original game. If you take away all the fun from the original game and pipe it to the second game, your first game is going to suck, and eventually go you know become a ghost town. So I can see Detroit after doesn't Detroit now. Uh, they're doing so badly with their bills They're giving away land, they're giving away houses. uh, They, Mm -hmm. um, you can't even, uh, what, they they had problems with their, their water system because there's like lead in their water system. So they didn't fix it. Now they, now they just, uh, you, you just can't use their water system. I don't know if that ever resolved, but um, so Detroit has these old city problems, these, these non-investment problems. And uh, there's lots of cities like that. And if the cities are able to reinvent themselves, great. So I'd say Miranda's two, if it can stick around long enough to make them enough money, to make Miranda's one better, and you can use all your own NFTs, great. But until then, the new customers, just like the cell phone companies, are going to be the ones you go after. It's the all the all the fun is going to be out in Miranda's two, and fuck Miranda's one because it got us to Miranda's two.
1: That's where I was saying you have to have that hook, to you know, you have to complete something in Miranda's one, a, a set of of goals before you can move to Miranda's two that would keep the flow going through Miranda's one. And I I think that's really the only way your original Mm -hmm. NFTs would end up, you know, having, having any value down the road for you.
0: This is what gets me about gaming. It's kind of funny. So now if you were to take some, some young kids today and they were to play Pac-Man, they actually find it interesting and fun to play. They're like, "Wow, this is kind of cute. This is kind of cool." And they play Pac Man for a while, and they're like, "You know, I could actually get into this and start trying to get really good at this." Um, the old games, no, yeah, they're simpler, and that's that's why they're exciting is because they're simpler. Um, I got I started understanding this like in the in the 2000s in the, in the 2010s when my brother in law started getting it started telling me how cool and classic 90s games were. Like oh I like the old MS DOS games and I'm like oh those were trash man, and he's like no no I really love them they're classics. So all Miranda's one needs to be is to stay a classic if it has a classic thing. Miranda's two if if they don't use that origami methodology that that uh, uses maybe maybe they'll have a they'll leave the Miranda's hook alone. They have to have a new hook, but a lot of companies will steal the old hook. And you know, I'm I'm looking at you, Red Dead Redemption. Um, why play the original game if the second one is so much more fun?
1: And and that's that's kind of where my question came from. On that is, there, there there that short dopamine hit. If if people aren't going to want to stay in these games and have that life cycle of years, like it used to be, like you were talking about. You could play Pac-Man for three years, and then you finally start getting bored of it. People don't seem to want to do that so much anymore. Even my kids, they cycle through everything, right? Everything gets cycled through. Well, and then at that point, they're done with it, and they have to have something new to stimulate them.
0: There's a phenomenon in software development, um that that we found through the years. When when I started developing software in the the '90s, um, basically the in 2000s, the thing to do was was control panels and and settings. And so if if you wanted, to, you had like six ways to do something. You you can go and ha- come up with another screen to get you where you wanted to be and stuff like that. Google trashed all that idea, and Apple, Google and Apple trashed that idea and just says, okay, there's only one way to do things. They give you less choice, and it turns out that when you have less choice, you have more fun. I know that's weird. The reason that uh, Zoro hit this right on the right on the head, we're, we're talking about uh, games in the '80s. The games in the '80s, Galaga and Pac-Man and Joust. That shit was all we had. We didn't have anything else.
1: Joust.
0: We enjoyed it because there was nothing else. And so we actually got into psychoanalyzing the game and, and really understanding how every like click and you know button click worked and, and every every movement worked. People don't do that with games now. They, they they're just like they got so much. They're like, Oh, let's try some of this. Let's try ah, oh, that's boring. Oh, let's do this for a while, oh that's boring. But if it's the if they only have one or two games, then they really get into it and they're like, Oh, I see how I can I can like cheat the system and I can I can, you know do this and and I can get a little bit ahead. Um boy, yeah, joust is fun. I used to actually... It is. Well, I used you to had a giant ostrich
1: and you would you'd get you'd learn to hit the button just at the right time cuz it would go down and you you oh man, that was that was fun. And
0: I bought the full size arcade game on eBay I think for like 700 dollars <laughs> back in 2000. It was great. Um and it was it was <laughs> the, the only problem is the monitors are so fucking big and heavy that We we've
1: got to get back to regular economy stuff at some point, too, because we have some we have some actual economy uh, people here for the for the broader part. So, yes, we will get there. T3RO.
0: I'm trying to turn this off.
1: We we got we got chased down. We're chasing a rabbit down the hole of of gaming economy right now so we'll get to the actual economy here shortly
0: i wanted to to get into the economy and games and stuff like that and you started branching off into kids these days have all this choice well that's because you have all this money sloshing around
1: well okay but but that stemmed from the original concept of okay the economy is bad is what the the excuse is for why, you know, Gala or anybody else, any of these gaming companies aren't doing well or not producing enough or whatever the case may be. And I'm not so sure about that. So that's where I was throwing out these theories of, you know, because when I was thinking about the show, because, you know, you said you wanted to do the economy and how it related to people and gaming and everything else. I got I had all these thoughts in my head about, you know, why is it really just the economy or are there other factors that could be could be really making these things happen okay. within this
0: piece. Okay, so a lot of people have criticisms about Gala Games. Gala Games makes a lot of, has made a lot of bad decisions uh, that that we think they they think they've made just fine ones, but um, so they made <laughs> a lot of bad do. decisions. Now during a bull market, that's easy to ignore um, because thing because the money's going up, people are interested in speculating. During a bear market. People have less to do, less to concentrate on. Just like having that one video game Pac-Man, you're going to get really into it and figure out how things actually work. What are you looking at? Oh, he's, he's, he's talking to people off camera here. You, you want to know? No, these- no,
1: sorry. It sounded like a herd of elephants was outside the studio door here, and I'm, I'm guessing my kids are home from the football game.
0: Anyway, so during a bear market, since there's so little going on, you, have, you can afford to spend a lot more time paying attention to how Gala Games does its stuff, and you find out where all the smoke and mirrors are. In fact, sorry to break this to you, but a lot of software development is smoke and mirrors. A lot of it. Um, you you got you to gotta sell an idea someplace, to someone. So you got to come up with a demo. That demo doesn't actually work. It's all hard-coded with just examples in there. And you say, okay, we can develop the real game then the real game becomes actual hard, the real game or the real office application or whatever becomes harder than you think. Then you have to scale back those promises. Um, Who's actually really good at keeping those promises? My observation with software development is not very many people. That includes gaming development and uh, when uh, development of operating systems and so on. It's very hard to stick a landing on any new software when you've made a lot of promises. What's this? Gaming inter- so- entertainment divided by vice,
1: <laughs> or vice. So, we talked about that recently as well. So, I don't personally. I don't think the economy is is as bad as people are making this out to
0: be. Oh, I do. I
1: I I think inflation, of course, is off the charts. But I don't. I don't think. Um, it's it's as bad as you would listen if you listen to the mainstream media they'll tell you. So Lance has a good point though. When you do have to tighten your belt around the house. You're not going to tighten it on food first so you have money for gaming. You're going to be tightening it on things like gaming and to make sure you have food on the table.
0: Well, actually, let's let's go back to what Las Vegas Lance is saying here because I kind of agree with that too. In a bad economy, entertainment vice dollars won't get cut first. So if you don't have any money and you can't go out and, and buy a dinner because it might cost $30 to buy a dinner, you can afford $30 to play a game. Um, so, yes, you could because you could you could buy a game once a month and ha- with, make that $30 goes farther. And then the whole time you're not spending very much money. You're sitting at your computer, not not like buying more dinners out. You're eating, you sandwiches while you're you're playing your video games, so it keeps you occupied. Uh, gaming does satisfy that for it does provide that for people.
1: I okay, but I I, I don't think that, that that is prioritized above very many things. I really don't.
0: It depends on what generation you're from. If you're if you're from the boomer generation or, or the Gen X generation, um, maybe not. Um, I used to prioritize games really, really high in my life until my life became unstable. And then now I don't have time for games. Um, I think I think uh, if if you're if you're managing to keep your life stable on five dollars a week, then video games might just be good for you. It's the same beard brush. Okay, so let's let's advertise this. I'm not getting any money for this. This is called Grow a Beard. I don't know what this is. Thought some sort of Viking brush, but uh, I don't know. It's like these stiff bristles. It's I, I think you think it's itchy. That's why I was doing this, not because I wanted to comb it. It's just itchy, and i I think you this.
1: shaved your back hair off and glued it to your face.
0: Hey, it <laughs> works. That's the glue is itchy, so. So anyway, that's that. Alcohol and smokes do not decrease in a bad economy. People spend on vices. That's true because it's also cheap. Except now uh you know I'm not cutting inside. my
1: spending on my vape.
0: Well, I would prefer to play video games rather than smoke shit and drink shit, but then again I don't But do you don't
1: that. you don't look as cool as me. When when I'm yeah, vaping, you know. I look cool. It's like Frank Sinatra cool.
0: Yeah, but your teeth are all rotted out and and you know, But
1: they're not.
0: Problems pooping and we all know this. <laughs> That's cuz you're old though. I mean anybody old has that problem. All right. So I, I've never had a cavity in my life, see. <laughs> so if if you were to
1: put us today versus last year, do you think do you think the economy outside of gaming, we're not talking about gaming, but the economy has improved or gone down? From last year at this time, and remember in the in the green room, we talked about where you were last year at this time.
0: Well, I made some money with Gala. I'm looking for jobs now. Um, jobs are harder to find. Software development jobs are harder to find, which um, what makes
1: them harder to find though?
0: Well, so software development companies when they have a lot of money and they feel that they can make more money with that money they go buy themselves some software developers for a while they either hire them or contract them out um, this is the worst software development market i have seen in my my lifetime of of programming which is about 25 30 years um, every everything that gets that, that i that that i'm applying for 300 other people are applying for too um, so i don't feel bad about my skills i do feel bad that there's not a lot of jobs out there, um, that to me is indicative of how the economy is working. If software development houses don't have money to pay for software developers and the economy has been, and the United States has been doing lots of austerity measures to deal with all these rubber checks that they've been writing during COVID, it might just be the economy. could it depends on personal perspective.
1: It does, and this—that's a really good point. I wanted when you were done, I was going to bring that up. Go for it. Well, okay. So, so you're in software development, and you're saying that that market right now is like really soft, right? It's really hard to get in over there. Whereas my day job is uh, in supporting the plastic injection molding world, right? Oh. And it works a lot with. Uh, the automobile industry, and business isn't slowing down. So there's there's plenty. I mean it it, it there's no no problem if you want to go into that industry well, yeah, finding I, work.
0: So so yes. So, so
1: the economy for those people is just perfectly fine.
0: Yes, but do those people outnumber software developers? That's that's what you get. You got to really look at is how many people are doing better. Is it less people are doing better because they have a different perspective, or is it more? Uh, how, how is the the fast food economy working? How's how's the the, the, the job economy working for for people in the service industries? Um, my understanding is that the job market is sucking and uh, grocery prices are going way up. And yeah, the the country's still running itself, and and the stock market is up. But I mean. <clears throat> You're having some some industry and demographic change, and our our society doesn't know how to deal well with demographic change.
1: So uh, today on Twitter, Glitch made a post, and he, we got to talking a little bit about um, the employment world. and And this is something that I've noticed, because over the last few years, well, for the last eight years, I've been hiring people at the company that I'm at. And the 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 people that come in now to work have a totally different attitude than the people who five years ago would come in to work. Yeah,
0: they're more and, picky.
1: Yeah. Well, they are. So it it used to be that people were were grateful and thankful for having an opportunity to to go to work every day. And that's not the case anymore. I
0: disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. Before you go and start stacking shit on top of that, one one of the things I think that that's always made me stand out in interviews uh, during, you know, the dot com boom and and you know other times during my software development career is I have always stated a desire to be flexible, um, you know, with 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 money, with with job description and stuff like that what that really meant was that I was less picky. They were worried about having to deal with all the people that were picky. There's always been picky people, okay? That's why I did so well being able to tell them them that I was flexible. That ain't working these days, okay? There's less jobs, period. Well, in the software development world, I don't know about the injection molding, but but (laughs) the the point I'm getting at is um, this is a down economy. This is an example of one area that's been hit. Uh, I don't think that AI has totally ruined the software development world. In fact, it it would just help the software development world because we we would just switch to start having AI write programs for us and, and do all the hard shit for us anyway. We just get more done. So it's not that. People don't have the money. And to me, this matters because software developers make a lot of money because they make more money than, say, a teacher because... Every program a software developer writes for a company makes their company thousands and, and millions of dollars. So that makes them worth something. And if they're not getting jobs, these companies aren't able to make thousands of mil- and millions of dollars. They they don't have clients that that want to do that. They don't have those clients because those clients don't have money to pay for that stuff. So it's 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 an example of one area in the economy. But it it kind of illustrates the bear market. And if you get all bring this all the way back to game development, it's the same thing. You know they're not hi- they're probably not hiring as many game developers now. I would bet
1: Gala Games has quite a few jobs open at the moment
0: well i'd I'd like to see um I'd like to see how many people that they've hired, how many people that they've retained uh, we, there there's a lot of information there that we don't know about. And it is very possible to have a job open and just they be a lot more picky about who they want in in fact. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's not the, the job seekers market right now. It's, a job, it's the job provider's market right now. They For every job that Gala Games is, is advertising, there's probably 50 people that want the job so they can sit back and, and choose at their leisure.
1: Well, there, there is definitely a mentality switch as well because the people that we see coming and going in the industry I'm in they just don't give a shit anymore. There's there's not very much work ethic. There's not much effort being put into it. And it makes me wonder what that turning point was.
0: Okay, wait a minute. Okay, so that's a bunch of bullshit because...
1: I'm living it. I see it every well, day.
0: Let, let, let me explain. <laughs> well, if you look back in ancient texts... You you will find that people have always been complaining that that the younger generation is not appreciating. There, there's something that they found during Roman times, where um, where they they had moved from what was it, um, from from oral teaching, from teaching audibly to people to writing stuff down, and they're like, how are people? going to develop their memories this is but you know what why are, why are people having to 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 you know people people aren't going to retain anything if they have to read read something from somewhere and then there's the whole you have to go through the whole trouble of learning how to read and stuff all these you know all these kids these days they, they've forgotten the old traditions and uh even even in the early 1900s when, when we, we started um in the 1800s people would write on chalkboards little little handheld chalkboards maybe that's the 1700s write a little handheld chalkboards at school because they didn't have paper and so when paper became a lot more ubiquitous it's like you know why do people need to generate all this trash they're they're, they're doing all their lessons on 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 paper that's that's valuable and uh you know they, they've forgotten how to do things the old way with with writing on chalkboards all the time I mean it's it's every generation is gonna be more picky and that is actually how things move ahead so yes if you have a lot of I don't know. Developers, software developers that are bored with their industry and things have gotten too tedious for them, then it better then the software development world is going to have to change. I have no problem with this. Yes, there's aspects of, of, of software development that's boring as fuck, but um given given the right new tools that come out, th- this is what spurs the development of new tools. These people can get off uh, you know, not maybe these bored people won't. Somebody's going to get off their ass and develop a tool that's going to make things 10 times easier, then you're going to see the interest go up again. That's fine. Nobody's being less disciplined just because they're bored with the existing system. The existing system fucking sucks.
1: So so you say that that these people then change the system. How are people that aren't really interested in working for an employer so much anymore supposed to change a system?
0: Well, if if this person is productive at all and this person has a good work ethic, um, they're likely just to go going to be an entrepreneur. They're going to do it themselves and then other people will will glom onto that idea. So if you don't want to work for somebody, do it yourself and then other people will may just buy your stuff. Yeah. Entrepreneurs uh, take more risks. Well, that's the risk is uh, avoiding boredom is a risk.
1: All right. We're up on an hour here we got five minutes to roll what what is it that you want to leave people's minds with the economy today and how that can impact their future for the next couple of months
0: well let's get real a lot of people that watch this channel are are, are uh, uh into gala games or or crypto gaming and what I want them to to internalize in 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 their their heads is is uh, crypto gaming sucks right now because the economy sucks right now. And I had said before this show, I'd like to find anybody who uh, who's criticizing Gala that can tell me that there's a that there's a game that's doing better. That's not just That's not to say that Gala is doing good or that they're 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 the best. I'm just saying, show me some other company that's doing swell, and then maybe I'll take your criticisms about Gala more seriously. They were just this disheveled, in fact, even worse, during the bull market, and everybody was singing their praises. Oh, my God, Gala's so cool. Shit's going up. Really, it's just showing that the people that are bitching about Gala Games, they just wanted, uh, you know, number go up with their NFT or with their, with their coin. That's, that's, they really, really weren't interested in the gaming company. But now all of a sudden they are because they have a whole bunch of time and they're, they're, their money is tanked. So I, I want people to understand it's... The issues that they're having with Gala is not Gala.
1: Cool. I would like to leave and them actually, with the uh, thought. Th-
0: uh, right. Right. Thurston and Eric's issues with each other have everything to do with the bear market, in my opinion.
1: I would like to leave people with the thought that I had at the beginning, well, towards the beginning of this cast, in that as this as this market continues to move. You need to be looking for the companies who, I'm so sick of hearing building, 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 bullshit. I don't want to hear building. Look for the companies that are going to have, they are going to be able to come out of this, this dead period when people have the money and people have the resources that will be there. And I'll relate that back to you with your Gala Games experience. You joined or not joined, but you decided to move forward with Gala Games because of Eric Schirmer and his success at Zynga. You need to be looking for these companies where you have that 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 pull, that hook right there. You say, "I'm I'm seeing things that that maybe aren't perfect, but they're 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 really going to go somewhere. They're really in this for the long term." And take a look at those. Pull those in and start integrating yourselves into those ecosystems now. Doesn't mean you go and buy everything. Doesn't mean you go and spend a ton of money on their tokens. But that means that you learn. Take this as your education time for where you want to be sitting when things start to get a little bit better.
0: It's not bad. Look like you're reading something there. Did you write that up in advance?
1: No, I didn't. I'm not reading anything. I was looking over here because I saw you popping up like five different comments while I was talking, and I was talking and not reading, so I wanted to go and see exactly what it was that you were popping up there.
0: Read fast, read fast.
1: Yeah, so so uh B Rob, yeah, I agree. It's absolutely terrible. Um a lot of terrible decisions have been made. That's right.
0: And they did make these dis- they did make terrible decisions during the bull market as well. Um, people were unhappy, but they were less unhappy than they are now.
1: Star Atlas Faz turned me on to Star mm-hmm. Atlas. He he screen uh, shared him in his in his uh, in his ship. They had this cool a uh, thing where you could climb into your ship and look at the control panels and everything. I thought that was really cool. I went out and I picked up a whole bunch of Star wait, Atlas. Wait,
0: wait, wait. I, I think you're confusing uh, games. You're thinking of Star Citizen. Uh, Star oh, at- is that
1: Star Citizen? Star I bought I- Star Atlas, well, so Star I hope Atl- that's the right one.
0: <laughs> Star Atlas, you can also buy a ship, and I walked you through me buying a ship in Star... Oh. Star Atlas and doing all this stuff, of, like provisioning the ship. It out it's horribly, hellaciously tedious, and I got bored after doing it the once with you, and so I still have the ship.
1: Yeah, so Zoro's um, saying that you should start your own <laughs> they, OnlyFans.
0: What, what what is OnlyFans? That again?
1: that's where that's where you, you get giggity for your fans, and they pay you. You have subscription content for Faz and his speedos.
0: Well, you know, there's there's actually websites uh, for. <laughs> There's websites for women that can sell pictures of their feet. Did you hear about that one?
1: Oh, of course. It's it's all tied together, yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, That that's the kind of wacko economy that we have. And, in fact, you can totally prostitute your feet out, and it'd be just totally above board. It's, it's cool. There you go.
1: You don't need to apply for any more development positions. Just get on OnlyFans. I'll bet you you'd make a million dollars on there, Faz.
0: Okay, OnlyFans is what again?
1: Sit sit naked in your rocking chair and brush your beard.
0: <laughs> Only if Zorro's watching.
1: <laughs>
0: we, well, so, no, so glitch. I just typed into chat. In chat, GPT, explain OnlyFans to me like I'm three. Sure, OnlyFans is like a special club on the internet where some people share pictures, videos, and messages, and other people pay a small amount of money to join the club and see that special stuff. It's kind of like a secret club where you have to pay to see cool things from certain people. Some of the things are just for grown-ups, but some is for everyone.
1: <laughs> we, um, we started very late, Glitch, because there was a podcaster who decided to take our time slot tonight, so we no, moved our actually, podcast later.
0: Actually, I was I was resting because I was very tired, and and then I got on and I started eating, and then I was talking to uh, Titan about all sorts of stuff I don't like to talk about on, on the air, and so that's actually why.
1: But it didn't hurt that it took that long But I do have to circle bla- uh, black. I have to circle back glitch because uh, I paused. Uh, your show to jump on ours because Faz was ready halfway through your show, so I have half a show to go listen to.
0: <laughs> I just like that. Talk about crypto with a sexy talk that was too specific. Hopefully, that's what that was referring to.
1: Yeah, rub that coin on the edge, oh, make it shine. Else I
0: discovered years ago, and you'll find it on YouTube. Is this ASMR bullshit? It's hilarious. So if you'd like to hear 10 hours of somebody chewing, you can find it on YouTube. Just look up ASMR, somebody chewing. And I mean, anything's like 10 hours of that thing happening.
1: Listen, so I, this is funny that you brought this up. Last weekend, I discovered that I was it was Saturday night and I was watching some cool videos and having a good time. I Usually Saturday night, I'll sit and watch videos. Well, so I, I had watched a bunch of videos and I clicked home to refresh it because it refreshes with some of the stuff you watch to get different content. Anyway, so they had this short. They have the as you scroll, they have these shorts and like two of them were this AM SRm serve, whatever the hell it is. Right. AMSR. And I'm like, right. So I'm like, what the hell is this? Right. So I click on it and there's this this woman that has this bowl of. What looks like slime, like what my kids used to have. And she's got the microphone in the bowl of this thing and is just like kneading it. And I'm going, what in the actual fuck am I looking at? And then I look down at the thing and there's like 225,000 views on this. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so I did, I Googled it and I'm like, people actually. Love this stuff. So then I'm then I'm down the rabbit hole at this point, right? So I, I actually search for it on YouTube. Absolutely anything that you want in this audio-tastic format, you can find. And so I started having some fun with this. And this, the stuff that I found is ridiculous. There's dogs snoring. You can watch a two-hour AMCR video on a fucking a dog snoring.
0: ASMR. It's just a loop. So actually, uh, <laughs> so I have I have tinnitus, which means my ears ring nonstop ever since I was like nine, and I had uh, uh, some I had ear infections, and so as a result, uh, something that I've always used to go to sleep is a fan, but of course fans wear out after a while, and so. Recently, like the last few years, uh, I'll find like YouTube, something on YouTube with something the same frequency as as the ringing in my ear. And I'll play that. Um, and so one of the things I like is the, the airplane. There, there's some, something with the airplane propellers, like B-19 or B-52 airplane propellers for like 10 hours. I love those. I, I listen to those to, to go to sleep every night. That's why you always see those 10-hour loop videos. It's yeah. Because we'll use them to go to sleep.
1: I, we do the ceiling fan in our room, and, and I'm addicted to that. Um, so there there is – I'm the same way, the noises. My wife, when I'm not – like if I stay up late and she goes to bed, she'll put on the rain sounds. She loves that, that rain stuff. So I'm not – all right, so Zorro, I'm not over here on porn AMSR. Uh, it's not like that. <laughs> It's just, it It takes me down a rabbit hole. I, I love learning stuff. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at this. Yeah, it fascinated me that people would watch a woman with her hands in slime with this microphone making sounds, oh, 25,000 yeah, views. Well, it wasn't so much fart noises, but it was just this thing. And so when I learned about it, I'm like, all right, I got to find out what this is about. <laughs> So, yes, I spent probably an hour going through all this, well, just getting there, there was night, more and more ridiculous.
0: There was a night that my son and I decided to torture my daughter by uh, one of the things she hated was uh, the sound of goats screaming. So <laughs> you told me about that. I took that as a challenge. And so I found a 10-hour 10, 10 loop of goats <laughs> screaming, and I turned it on and just kept it going for about five minutes. She just about clawed my face off. So, it was hilarious. <laughs> So now I, ju- I just use it to just give people shit. If so, if uh, is, I play practical, practical jokes on people by getting it on my phone and turning up the volume just low enough to where you can hear something going in the background, and people are like, "What the fuck is that?" And-
1: <laughs> oh no!
0: All right, we're, uh, we're yeah, we're the shark right now. So we're,
1: we're, we're gonna jump to the shark that. if we don't. I had to explain that to somebody the other day.
0: That's because all these kids they just don't understand these days what what good entertainment is. Don't you know who Fonzie is? If you don't, then I can't explain it to you.
1: I I went I yeah I had to give the long version because they had never heard that phrase before. They didn't know what it was.
0: Hmm. All right. That just shows so, we're old. Yeah. So speaking of that, I've got to do this.
1: Next week, it's Cow Milk AMSR live on Faz Radio.